Hot 105, our approach to have Miami-Dade County Commissioner District 5, Eileen Higgins. Commissioner, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing very well. How about you? Quite well. We have a terrible affordable housing crisis, specifically Miami-Dade County, where renters, the rates are raised, sometimes with only less than a month notice. I understand that you want to enact an ordinance in Dade County for an emergency housing crisis? Yes. I don't need to tell your listeners that the, the rent is too damn high and, and getting higher. What we've been seeing in the past few months, in my opinion, is scandalous. We have seen landlords literally raise rent by 50%, 60%. I was talking to one of my constituents yesterday. His rent went up $1,000 a month. So we have a situation now where we are literally having people with no notice having to potentially move and find another place. I have proposed a new ordinance, which is going to be called Fair Notice, which requires that every landlord give 60 days notice if they're going to raise the rent by more than 5% and 60 days notice if they're going to evict someone, essentially ask them to leave the apartment. I think my fellow commissioners all agree this is a crisis. And when I brought this up last Tuesday, they agreed to accelerate the ordinance and I hope to have it out the door next Tuesday. So Tuesday, March 15th, we should know. And the mayor has agreed to sign it the same day. So by March 15th, uh, fair notice should be the law of the land here in Miami-Dade County. And Commissioner Higgins, do you think it's going to be passed by the commission? I do. I think our commission has been very forward thinking and about the fact that we have a housing crisis. We, as you remember, during the pandemic, unanimously passed the eviction moratorium. So I really am not anticipating any kinds of problems with this. We've been in conversations with legal services because they will likely receive more calls from low-income residents because now if your landlord doesn't give you this fair notice, you would be able to argue with them in court. So it's, it's going to be a big effort. I know it doesn't stop the entire problem of these greedy landlords, but gives people time Mm. either to adjust their finances to stay where they are or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, something even more drastic, give up your car if you have to, or move if that's your only option. I don't know about you, but I couldn't figure out how to pack my things, find an apartment, and move in in less than 60 days. It would be very, very difficult. Yeah, and and it is because, I I mean, it, it would take at least three months, I mean, on the average. And once this is passed, how soon before it's uh, enacted in Miami-Dade County? Because the mayor is going to sign it the day that usually she gets 10 days to go through all the paperwork process. Believe it or not, there's papers involved. Still, it's a little old fashioned to get an ordinance through the system. But I've already spoken with her. She's committed to signing it next Tuesday. Theoretically, it will be in place by next Wednesday, which would be the the 16th of March. Housing, the rental properties here, what is fueling uh, this increase? And uh, also address the rent controls. I know we don't have rent control here in the state of Florida, but right now the system is antiquated. It's very antiquated. So there's two things I think that are fueling the crisis. The first is the pandemic brought a lot of people here. Some of them came to escape the North for a while, but some of them stayed. We are having, so I would say, a migration of people from the North (laughs) from other places, which is a blessing, right, to have new blood and new people coming to our community with new ideas and starting new businesses. But they also come from areas that where they were used to paying higher prices. As they're able to pay more, they're driving other people out of the apartment. On the other side of that, we had already had an affordable housing crisis 
crisis during the pandemic. We spent two years talking about the pandemic, but we forgot that we had an affordable housing crisis pre-pandemic. And so this is actually exacerbating the problem. And of course, as the county, we are this year, we have 14,000 units under construction or under renovation. Sometimes we have some older units that, that need a little love because they've been quite dilapidated. And Director Liu, the head of our public housing group, and myself, we went to Washington. It was my last trip before the pandemic to Washington. I've been back a lot since, but we received quite a bit of funding from the federal government. We were com- able to convince them to give us funding to renovate 6,500 of our old public housing units. So that's underway. And that money also is allowing us to build new units. So we do have to build units. It's easier to do on county land. Building housing is three costs mostly, labor, steel, and land. And what you'll see for me, I'm working on some really interesting projects. I have a piece of property about 30 acres in Little Havana on the river. And when I first got elected, I looked around. There's 800 affordable units on 30 acres. 30 acres is ginormous. And I redesigned that entire site. And we are now in the middle of building 2,500 So tripling the number of affordable units on that. And some of the new buildings are open, and I think there's two more under construction now, and we have two more to go. Your development in Little Havana, how much is it going to be used for people with special needs? Because I see a lot of the, not just the elderly, but folks with special needs. How much is going to be set aside for them to have this affordable housing? Well, it's interesting you ask that because we built what I consider to be one of the most amazing buildings in the country. It's the first time it was done. It is called Martin Fine Villas, and we built this building specifically for people with disabilities. It is fascinating if you ever, or somebody wants to come visit. Of course, we have a stairwell because, and elevators because it's required, but... We also built, kind of like what you see in a stadium, a beautiful ramp that goes all the way to the top of the building. So let's say you're an older person or a person that has mobility problems. You can't go up and down stairs, but you want to get a little exercise. You can actually use the ramp to go from your apartment all the way down to the common area or the computer room. Uh, You can also wheel your wheelchair up and down that ramp. So that building is specifically designed and we have about 104 units in there and and moved folks with disabilities into that building, that new building, I believe it was last year, maybe 18 months ago. But that is the kind of smart planning that has to be done by government. And of course, on the rental side of things, the state of Florida, you know, hamstrings us. They, uh, well, I I mean, our Florida is, our Florida, the ERAP programs, Yes. So we have, so there's two things on ERAP, which is the Emergent Rental Assistance Program. The county, in our first tranches of that money, we received $60 million. And I actually sponsored the enabling legislation to build out the process, right? How are we going to answer the phone? Who's going to talk to people in Creole? If people can't apply on a computer, where are the paper forms going to be? How are we going to do this? We actually planned this program before the federal government even gave us the money. Because if they were going to give us the money, I wanted to launch the next day. As a result, we were the largest county in the United States that distributed all of our money, our $60 million on time. And as a result, we were eligible for another tranche of funding. So we have another $40 million to help our residents who are suffering or are behind on their rent. So anybody 
that is in the low income, there's some income limits, please contact the Department of Housing. You can just go on the county's website and, and look miamidade.gov and housing. See if you're eligible for it. You can also call 311 or call your county commissioner and see if it might be able to help you. If you are a nice landlord and you don't want to evict your people, this program will pay the landlord the rent. So if you feel like you're tenant is suffering, you also can give a call to the county and and find out how to be eligible for the rental assistance program. Make sure people know that it's available. Of course, you know, if the state would allow us, you know, to put perhaps a one-year moratorium on rent increases, I bet you our county commission, you know, would do it right now, but we're not allowed. Yeah, I I see the problems up in uh, Tallahassee with the state legislature in in this regard. Our Florida, our listeners have found it very difficult to get a response, just uh, an arduous task. They're waiting months. Uh, Even some landlords are just like, uh, they, they call the radio station because they hear the ads and like I'm not getting a response. What can those renters do that are waiting on, on our Florida or landlords and then the rental assistance program, how can they contact you in Miami-Dade County? Well, not you, but the department. Because, you know, some people don't have computers. Unfortunately, the state of Florida has done a terrible job, a shameful job at distributing their rental relief money. And I'll, I'll give you an example. At the end of October, when our county announced that we had distributed 100% of our funds, the state had only distributed 4% of their funds. It's another example of the state government failing the people just like they did in the unemployment crisis during the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. They could not get anybody on unemployment insurance. So I have no idea work on there that's good for the people, but they certainly need to figure out how to be able to process a simple thing like an application with the kind of efficiency that our county has here. And there are other counties in Florida that have done done a wonderful job as well. If anyone is struggling at the state level on what you really need to do is look up who your state representative is and who your state senator might be and contact them to see if they can help work their way through the rental assistance program for the state of Florida. Now, things are going much better, as I told you, in Miami-Dade County. So if, if you haven't applied yet, call to see if you qualify in the county because we are much more efficient. I, you probably won't, you won't get it same day, but you will get someone to answer the phone and you'll be able to get these things processed. Some people are going to be more comfortable making a phone call. Call Miami-Dade County for housing on 305-723-1815. That's 305-723-1815. Or you could send an email if you are a person that likes to write, uh, erap at miamidade.gov. And so erap is E-R-A-P, Emergency Rental Assistance Program. So erap at miamidade.gov. Someone will get back to you. If you don't speak English, don't worry. Call us in Spanish, call us in Creole. We're prepared to answer those phone calls. I think the most important thing we can do as local governments is focus on building more. I told you about my 2,500 unit spot in Little Havana. I have another project actually in downtown near the train station that I hope to build another 1,000 units. I'm building 364 units near the Brickell train station because one of my priorities is to make sure that affordable housing is near public transportation because affordable housing near transportation is even more affordable because you don't have to have a car uh, to get to work or, or school or the grocery store. So that is something I am intensely focused on, using county land near transit to make sure 
we're offering affordable units for our residents. Commissioner, I want to say that with your uh, proposal, you're being watched and studied uh, by one of your friends at Broward County, Commissioner Nan Rich. The folks from the Tri-County area are depending on you. No well, pressure, but we're depending I, on you. No pressure. I know. I know. I told when I ran, as most people know, I never thought I'd run for office. And here I am. Oh, holy mackerel. But I ran and I told people I was going to work on three simple things, housing, transportation and economic mobility. And I try to stay very, very focused on those three things because there's lots to work on, but you don't make progress. And my personal goal in District 5 is by the time I finish this term, that I would have built or preserved, meaning, you know, fix up these dilapidated units, about 45 units, 4,500 units in District 5 alone, just District 5, which I work on every single day. It matters to me. I think it matters to the residents. I believe housing is the number one crisis we're going to be facing here in the county. Miami-Dade County Commissioner, District 5, but you're carrying the weight for a lot of the commission districts as well as the Tri-County area. Elaine Higgins, thank you so much. Good interview. Yeah, well, call me anytime if you are interested in other things. And your show is just so fun to listen to. So it's like news that's cheerful.